paint <laughs> some nature in urban environment, like flip it on that head. Yeah, right. Or paint nature with paint urban environments with nature, like glue sticks and leaves onto it. <laughs> <laughs> the shape I, of the I don't know about that, that last part. We're <laughs> mystery it's the holiday season and santa claus is on his way he'll be breaking the toys and he's loading the sleigh yeah he's coming down the chimney down jingle jangle <laughs> it's that lovely holiday time of year and you and your friends decide to pop in a film mm. you've picked elf it's a classic it's everybody loves it but then you kind of notice something a little weird. Buddy the Elf says he didn't know that she was naked in the shower, what? but we see him take he a did. shower naked earlier. What? Is Buddy the Elf really just a creep? Or is it time for another episode of High Mystery? Mystery. <laughs> That's right, it's the podcast where we smoke weed and we talk about the mysteries in our universe. Mm. Today shall be no different. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And I'm Robert. We have with us again today one of our favorite, I should say rotating casts at this point. I'll say the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only. It's Due true. To coronavirus. Nobody's better. <laughs> Ariana's with us today. Merry Christmas, everyone. The voice of High Happy Mystery. Hanukkah. Happy, Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Happy December Tron. December. All of you about BG season. BG season is alive <laughs> in me. Yeah. Yule? Yule, it is. Today Yule. is the winter solstice. Yeah, shortest uh, day of the year. You'll it say is. that. And it's also the conjunction of the planets Saturn oh. and Jupiter. The great conjunction. It is, is a great conjunction. Conjunction. <laughs> it is. Uh, today we're going to smoke a lot of weed. I have my signature pineapple paradise high hemp wraps. Inside, I have a special salad, and it goes something like this. Cypress Cannabis Sour Kosher at 22.38%, Ember Valley Wedding Pie at 18.89%, Inhalant's Blue Dream at 30.61%, Willow Lemon Kush Mints at 28.5%, and Tyson Ranch Premium Tyson Cookies at 23.74% THC. Mm. Get you so high, you'd be biting people's ears off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how they sell it. That's what they put right. on the label. Is... Tastes like a Vander Holyfield. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> CBD works so good, you won't even feel the tattoo on your face. <laughs> <laughs> what are we smoking, babe? Uh, we're smoking a pre-roll that I nice. got. Um, it's from Malibu Gold. Mm. Constantly supreme. Uh-huh. <laughs> Way better than Malibu Silver. Yes. That's bullshit. Um, but just under Malibu Platinum. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best. Got it. Yeah. Uh, this has Julius Caesar. So uh, it's an indica that will conquer my brain. And it's got 25% THC. Just as long as it doesn't get you stabbed in the back. Right. Um. <laughs> I, too, have that Malibu. Uh, I, I put all my weed and just ground it up. Ground it up. But I've got uh, it in this jar. <laughs> that has some of that weed in there. Okay. Uh, it's Willow with W-Y-L-L-O-W. Uh, and it has got 
28.5% THC. I don't know if it's a strain. I don't know anything about <laughs> this see. weed. I'm take peeps at this yeah, take, take, take peeps. But basically, I did the same thing that Colin did and ground up all my weed, put it together, and I put in a lot of that pre-roll. So it's got the Malibu Gold in there. Lemon it's Cushmans. Salad. It's got that Tyson in there. Lemon Cushmans. Lemon Cushmans. Okay. Willow. Yeah, Willow's the company. Lemon Cushman's is the brand. And it's Probably also strange. a, a yeah. fine movie starring Val Kilmer. And it also has 28.5% THC. What what does Willow have on Rotten Tomatoes? Willow? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to play a quick game. Yeah, well, quick, quick game. The last tomatoes. game of the year. <laughs> All right. Uh, Willow. I'm going to say tomatoes. Willow has a 43%. Really? Dang. I think it's much higher. I, it's it a might classic. be. I'm it saying 73%. Okay. 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 Like, I can't I'll, accurately... You've never seen I've never it. Yeah. It's been a very long time. Let us frame it for you. Warwick Davis is the star of the film. You know Who? Warwick Davis. He's, He's the guy from Too Short. Who? Life is Too Short. <laughs> Who? What? You know Warwick Davis. He's the little person. I guarantee you. You know Warwick oh, Davis. Okay. The British little person. Is he in Elf? Is he the one in no. Elf? No. No, no, no. Awesome. That's, um... What's his name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, oh, the Dinkles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, he's in he's in Harry Potter as Flitwick. Okay. He's a bunch um, of the people in Harry Potter. Actually. Yeah, he's yeah. Okay. he's the goblin from Gringotts Bank. Okay, he often plays like characters and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. But anyway, he's the star, <laughs> and he has to return a human baby back to humans. Yeah, and Val Kilmer is the outlaw along the way who helps him on his path. Oh, that sounds nice. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say seventy-two then. And it's okay. like it takes place in a magical type of. And what number did you say, Tristan? I said I'm gonna just like swipe you under and go to like sixty-nine. Oh, <laughs> okay. And uh, oh. Spunky one has sixty-two percent on uh, Twitch. Okay. I okay. said 73. The answer is 51%. Oh. What did you say, Rob? 43. 43. Rob's got it Rob's this time. Buzzes, yeah. Yeah, I was very inaccurate on the Willow score. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's nice that we did a little Rotten Tomatoes game. Our Twitch user was pretty close. 62 yeah, 62. Yeah, that's true. Uh, today is another episode of T-Bird Turner's Totally Tubular Tinseltown TV series. But mostly movies. <laughs> it so, is uh, no TV, really. It's all movies. It's all movies, yeah. but that doesn't have a T in it. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Theatrical releases. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Tristan. That's a good one. Uh, a nice thing, this episode will also be a bit of a Tristan's hole. Yes. And a bit of a Bobby's deals with the Oh, uh, and a Holly Summers? Uh, we'll hum. We'll hum, yeah. We'll hum. <laughs> <laughs> What is that humming? So <laughs> but before we get into the episode, we do need to light these blunts sure that we yes. are about to partake in. If you have something to smoke at home, we of course invite you to smoke along with us. Clean out that old nasty bong water. Yeah, wrap yourself a fresh blunt or joint. Please change the bong water. <laughs> be, a, be a gentleman. That's our message to you this holiday season. Please change the bong water, the bong water, the bong water. Yourself will thank you. Yourself yeah, start will the you. new year with some fresh bong water. <laughs> well, I can't even imagine 
the person who changes their bog water once a year. <laughs> Ugh, Lord, gosh. What do you mean? We know who that person is. Uh, <laughs> oh. We've experienced talking about the bog water. They've been changed once a year. Gross. <clears throat> Who's that person? Oh, we all Name know Name them person. on air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I hope Tristan knows who I'm talking about. The shame wizard? Uh, <laughs> So, we all know the theory that Kevin McAllister grew up to be Jigsaw. Yes. But, in a very nice edition of Tristan's Hole, we have a couple additional Home Alone theories to explore. You don't say. I had never heard these. And, you know, I've been looking for, like, TV and movie theories pretty steadily, but never did I think to look of them specifically for Christmas. And there is a nice bevy of them out oh, there nice. I just I didn't feature the elf one but that is one that oh, the yeah. elf is secretly a creep and he knows more of what he's doing he just uses his his, ch- innocence. his innocence to get around it <laughs> I legit don't didn't know what you were talking about with that elf one when he is in the shower and, and he's he singing, singing and he sings along with her and that's when he gets okay. discovered and he says I didn't know you were naked in there but he showered before. Yeah, he knows but, what But has he showered naked? But for naked? some reason, yeah. I feel like yeah. he's still wearing his hat, maybe? Like, his elf hat? Yeah, he might be a never-nude. I never want to, like, try to uh, find a screenshot of it. Yeah, we, I mean, elves probably don't shower nude. He may have his hat on, but okay. he's definitely unclothed. It, it might just okay. be his hat. But yeah, anyway. it is. It's just his hat. Oh, so they do have him sh- uh, showering in that movie? Yeah. They do. I mean, he could be At wearing At the very beginning, it's basically just showing yeah. how big he is in the elf world. Oh, like, I see. It's him, you know, using small furniture that the elves use. It's him crammed into the elf shower that's I, much I, smaller I than him. That. You know, okay. it's just to show that he's much larger than the elf world <laughs> that he's, like, trying to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. clearly he's but attracted he is, to he's girls. He's naked. Like. I agree. I think he knew. I'm going to say yes on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people don't want him to be a creeper, of course obviously. Not, which makes great I mean, you <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just because he's a peep doesn't make him, uh, you know, a horrible, terrible person. Like, you know, there's perverts out there, but uh, there's other redeeming qualities about him. Like, sure, but peeping is not cool. I'm I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying. I mean, I definitely was on my balcony one night and this woman was walking around her apartment topless right across the way. And you went and got your binoculars. No. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked briefly. Exactly. I I just did hand binoculars, which kind of blocks out all the other stuff. (laughs) I didn't go to any extra lengths to see her or anything. I I just shielded my eyes from the light of the moon. (laughs) I wasn't in her tree the next night or anything. (laughs) Pretending to be a squirrel. (laughs) Exactly. Definitely not. Well, uh, we've heard that Ariana's favorite Christmas movie is Elf. Does anyone else have a favorite Christmas movie? I mean, it's tough. It's oh, it's tough. tough. Oh, but my favorite is Gremlins. Conflicted. Ooh, Gremlins. Yeah. Okay. My second favorite is the stop motion animation. Like uh, Rudolph. Frosty. Or like Frosty. Not Frosty. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Okay. I love that one. Our Jack Frost? Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah, I've seen that Yeah, it has like one. the story. It's Michael Keaton, right? No, there's no, no, two no. Jack Frost. Yeah, she's talking no, about, I'm the, talking stop about the stop motion animation like, one. Like the old time. The old time. Oh, okay. Uh, oh man, so. have you guys never fucking seen that? We're I don't think so. We gotta put that on later. Uh, okay. 
I love it. It's so cute. I would say that my favorite is Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay. Tristan? I guess I'm going to go. Tristan has none because he's also the Grinch. I, I definitely don't I like. I do love the Grinch. He does love the Grinch because of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey one. Killed yeah. how it's the, the only redeeming Christmas. quality of the whole. I mean, there's some other good parts. It's but good. Sure, yeah. It's I well definitely done. want to see Him just. Him and his cave the, is just yeah. like gold I mean, uh, to me. Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> Why can't I find you? I like that song. I love that song. That's a good song. You the sets in that are great. Yeah, the, the sets. Costumes are I great. Like, that. like, there's a lot to appreciate. Molly sure. Shannon's fun, and yeah. I like her rap. Makeup. See, Tristan, great. stop being so grinchy. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about the Grinch is like whenever he treats Max bad. Agreed. Yeah, yeah that's sure. no fun for anybody. I was not that. a fan of, of Baby Grinch getting uh, teased and picked on at school. Yeah, you didn't like that. That's <laughs> true. Record. Okay, well. <laughs> we're not talking about to, the Grinch Yeah, today. we've no, got no. plenty we of, <laughs> we've got, we will actually, okay, but we've nice. got a few theories to talk about before we get there. So, diving into Tristan's hole with some additional Home Alone theories. The first theory is that Kevin's Uncle Frank is the lead wet bandit. Okay. Wait. So the idea being Uncle Frank is pretty clearly not a very nice guy. He seems to hate his brother and his family, even refusing to contribute to a $122 pizza bill. That's a $250 pizza bill adjusted for By inflation. today's standards. Yeah. <laughs> With inflation. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who calls Kevin the little jerk. Yeah. And we also see in the deleted scene, he actually pantsed him. What? <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah. He There's just a, pants. Yeah, he needed to get a look at little Kevin's bootay. Wow. I did not know that about a deleted scene. Yep. It's awkward, and there's a reason they didn't put it in the movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> but they point to the idea that he knew the neighborhood would be empty and tipped off his pals, Harry and Marv. I mean, him getting pants by his uncle only supports the fact that Kevin is uh, the saw guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Makes for more, like, humiliation yeah, and weird right. stuff. Yeah. That trauma pushed him into Jigsaw. <laughs> well, I will say that in that movie, uh, it's Joe Pesci's character. <coughs> he says that the reason that they're robbing that place is because he's just somehow he's drawn to it, that he wants to rob that place. Yeah. And that's the only explanation, and that's the only reason why they fight so hard. Maybe he's not allowed to, like, reveal his source. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, organized crime works that way. And I could definitely, you know, it's a classic Lenny and, uh, what's the other guy's Carl? name? Carl? <laughs> no, 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 not Lenny and Carl from The Simpsons. Lenny and, uh, from Of Mice and Men. Oh, I mean, people only remember Lenny because he was the guy who killed the rabbit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lenny George. and Gary Sinise. George and Lenny. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Sean Malkovich anyway, and Gary Sinise. It's a classic, not very smart, and a little bit smarter. Right. Yeah. Duo. And I could see one of the two guys knowing more about the organization than the other. Sure. You know, I think Harry's definitely, which is Joe <laughs> Pesci's character, I think, right? Uh, yeah. Is more knowledgeable than Marv. Yeah. So that could explain that. Acts as the leader. Yeah. I agree. But I think it's more of a Pinky and Brain scenario where, you know, Pinky's really the genius and Brain's the one doing all. Like it's it's Joe Pesci's character, the reason that they're trying to rob this place. 
knowing that there's somebody there, they're but still trying to rob this fucking it's place. Just a kid <laughs> yeah. by himself. It's all exactly. his fault. Harry or Marv's like, you know, wanting to bounce out, just throwing some sinks full. Well, that's just the first of these Home Alone theories. Next, we take a little trip down Bobby's deals with the devil. Oh, Jesus. The theory is that the Polka King of the Midwest is actually the devil himself. The Polka King oh, of the Midwest. John Candy. Yeah, John Candy's character. Which is pretty amazing. <laughs> Apparently, they shot that whole, his whole part of the movie in one day of filming. And, like, the whole cast and crew knew, basically, like... John Candy and John Hughes working together means we're going to have a super long day. And they ended up taking like 17 <coughs> hours or something oh, wow. like that. Damn. It was, that's, yeah. But anyway. That's surprising considering that there's only the scene of him at the uh, air, airport and then it's all him in the van. Yeah. It's like, that's it. You, you only get two scenes essentially with him. Yeah, but a lot of that time is set up, you know, sure. getting ready and getting him into costuming and getting him in makeup and hair and da-da-da down the line. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So it's a lot more prep than actual execution in terms of filming. For whatever reason, this scene is escaping my brain. Okay, oh, well, anyway, this will bring it back for you a little bit. Gus Polinski, a.k.a. the Polka King of the Midwest, uh, he shows up when Kevin's mom, Kate, says to the gate attendant, if I have to sell my soul to the devil himself, I am going to get home to my son. So this is the scene where she's standing at the gate agent, just like freaking out, Uh doing anything she can to get back to Kevin. She's not with the rest of the family anymore. If that brings it back for mm-hmm. you. And then right... they went and continued on to like what, Florida or something where it was like all rainy and shit? I, they were going for somewhere for vacation. I can't remember where. Though. Yeah, they were going to Florida and it turned out to be like monsoon season or something. They were stuck, stuck in, hotel in the hotel. hotel yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, she says this line If I have to sell my soul to the devil himself, I am going to get home to my son. In comes the Polka King. Right at that moment, John Candy says, excuse me, miss, or whatever he says. Sure. Uh, Kate is at the Scranton Airport, which is located at a crossroads. Scranton? Like, oh. Scranton Strangler? I guess so, yeah. Pennsylvania. For all we know, there's a cross here. And <laughs> where Biden's at. <laughs> and then in the next scene, she is in the van with Gus and his many polka band members on the way to Chicago, presumably having sold... Or ha- presumably having paid an expensive fare to reach her son. Her soul. Her soul. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the theory. Uh, I mean, it's a solid one, considering that he shows up right after she says she's willing to. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noises of the rabbit. Okay, I was scared that Lou got to the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Kanga stretching out. Which, for those that don't know, we've got bunnies in this room today. We used to have Lou being our mascot in here, but now we have two rabbits, Kanga Blue and Lonnie, hanging out with us today. And they're adorable. (laughs) And maybe after they're bonded, we can actually hold one and show you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One day. One One day. day. One day more. Uh, the next one on the list is from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. The very classic uh, Christmas movie. <laughs> Merry Christmas movie house. We saw that this year. It's a great one. I think I, I really enjoy doing my uh, impression the whole way through. <laughs> this theory is that Mary made a wish that trapped George. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so George and Mary are the two main characters. And it's mm-hmm. all about their love story across the time sure. of their lives. George speaks his wish in the old Granville house to Mary, making it null and void. But Mary keeps hers a secret. The theory is that her wish is to have George marry her and stay with her forever in Bedford Falls. Okay. So we never get to hear Mary's wish, so... I mean, are there moments where he has opportunities to go and leave or do other stuff and he doesn't? Yeah. Small things continue to happen to keep George in town. George's father dies. The stock market crashes. George nearly commits suicide. The idea is that all of this could potentially be thanks to Mary's wish. The whole story, it seems like, is George constantly like on his way out of town. Okay. <laughs> and then something happens. Well, like, I'm sold, man. It makes yeah. sense. They every time they try to leave, there's always something keeping them in in Bedford Falls. To the point that they're literally in the taxi cab, leaving their mm-hmm. wedding ceremony on their way to their honeymoon. Like literally, they have their cash in hand to go on the honeymoon. And as they're driving out of Bedford Falls, they notice that people are lined up all around the building and loan where he works. Right, like the banks are doing their things. He doesn't even tell the cab driver, like, pull over or anything. The cab driver's just like, what's going on? And has to pull over. Uh, So it's, like, kind of crazy how, I don't know, that works. Maybe it's like, um, you know, the in-between world, like, they've died and they can't like leave the purgatory of this town sure bedford falls isn't really a town it's the afterlife yeah that's interesting could be yeah just thinking of scenarios where like yeah you try to leave the situation or it's like uh the truman show and everyone's in on it and they just like keep derailing him back into that is a fucking idea right there i like (laughs) that Because, <laughs> because it's uh, like that. That's all the angel has to do, essentially, is be like, "Hey guys, we're gonna play a trick on him that he, oh, yeah. you know." And so <laughs> everybody's in on this. They're all acting like they don't know him, and that things have changed. Um, that kind of makes sense. Like you get experienced actors in to do every part. So if you need them to be super sad, they can do mm-hmm. that or whatever. Yeah. Or, Listen, everybody, act like you don't know who George is right now. We got to convince him that this is the perfect life right here in Bedford Falls. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody's alive that was suddenly dead, or about if they were, then it's just they got him back for a guest starring right, appearance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember him from four years ago when we killed him off in that car accident? He didn't really die. He's back we for one like, night only. We got to like type this theory out and put it on the internet somewhere because. I mean, this just kind of saying it into microphones. we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff, uh, you know, people glom onto it, I feel like. Yeah. Every one of these I've checked out, so. Uh, the next one concerns the movie Jingle All the Way. Jingle, jangle. Jingle, jangle, jingle all the way. Jangle. We yeah. watched Jingle All the Way 2 starring Larry the Cable Guy. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a Jingle All the Way 2, and yeah. it stars Larry the Cable Guy. Larry <laughs> and the Cable Guy. <laughs> That is exactly how excited you should be for it. <laughs> <laughs> was Bill Ingvall in it? I can't remember. No, no, that was okay. that was the uh, that was the military movie that we saw. <laughs> well, anyway, this concerns the original Jingle All the Way, starring sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Sinbad, Sinbad yes. um, I'll get the boy from uh, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, Anakin plays the son, uh, but the main. 
The oh, Phil Hartman. Comedian, yeah, Phil Hartman is also okay. in the movie, and it's his one of his last movies. It's you know, I mean, all of them were. Of course, but it's he's great. He's great. <laughs> anyway, the theory is that Myron Larrabee, Sinbad's character, was not real at all in Jingle All the Way. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So the idea is Howard Langston is really screwing up and may be close to a divorce. He is at a breaking point when he goes Christmas shopping in New York for the hottest toy of the year. I mean, it just breaks down. Exactly. Like, he's hit the point of, like, a psychotic break, and Myron only appears at Howard's most stressed-out moments and doesn't really interact with anybody else around him. A lot of times he's even, like, going on a rant to the person next to them, and mm-hmm. they just, like, totally ignore him. Okay. Uh, Howard uses Myron to justify his most risky behavior like hijacking a radio station, becoming Turbo Man, fighting, etc. Mm-hmm. Like there's that scene in the store where they're all chasing the little balls and he even like tries to take it from a little girl. Like just he's he seems like he's unraveling a little bit. Sure. So the idea is that it's all a figment of Howard's stressed out imagination. Okay. Where but it's it's he's projecting the Sinbad character onto real people no. or he just sees this Exactly. Well, the word, the thing that I can't get behind is that in the fucking Christmas parade, he actually fights Sinbad dressed up as the arch nemesis of hero guy. I guess that could just be a random actor and he's like imagining that to be the Sinbad. Well, that's character. what I'm saying. If he's exactly. projecting him on real people. In that one scenario. Just that oh, one. just in that one scenario. Okay. Yeah, it could be that this is just like the climax of all of these visions and all of this bad behavior. And, like, finally he needs to defeat sort of the demon in his own brain, if you will. And so then he's just beating some random guy (laughs) up. (laughs) (laughs) Poor, poor guy. And everybody's cheering, yeah! (laughs) To be fair, I feel like he's, like, fighting back. But maybe he's just doing, like, stage combat. And he's like, whoa, oh, God, he's actually hitting me! And then he has to actually fight. I mean, that's basically, like, working with uh, Steven Seagal. Like, the stunt actors would go in and, like... Actually, you know, actually yeah, and he would yeah. just fucking whack him so hard. That was John Claude Van Damme got in trouble for that too. Like I think he actually took out somebody's eye oh, and like, broke somebody's arm, Jesus. and like it got to the point where he couldn't film in the states anymore because they couldn't ensure his fights. Jesus, yeah. So he started having to make movies. JCBD, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Right, just uh, don't kick me in the face. Yeah, there won't be much action, but there'll be a lot of splits. Yeah, if he was ever like, you know, put this can on your head, let me kick it off because I'm not caught bad damn, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that I, would be I the one moment. Your flexibility and your skill. I become instantly religious in that moment. But... <laughs> God, it's been a while, it's been time, but Jean Claude Van Damme is about to. Lord, if you help me get through this one. Well, I'll be honest. I won't change my ways or dedicate my life to you or anything. I'll thank you. But I'll thank you. It'd be great not to lose an eye. Yeah. (laughs) Or a broken face. Yeah. Speaking of broken faces. Good segue. Good segue. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come for the jokes, stay for the segues. Uh, <laughs> That's what really connects jokes. You know? This next one is about the Grinch. Oh. Yay, we're back to the Grinch. I titled this Christmas? one The Dark Origins of Whoville. Oh, oh God. 
<laughs> this theory states that Whoville is a reality in which Germany won World War II. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, ride this wave with me. Ride this wave. With me. Okay. Well, just that Sad. you automatically think like, okay, the diversity of who's. What right. have I seen? It's yeah, like, they're, exactly. all they're all white. white. They're all white. Blonde. <laughs> Blonde, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, so the idea is that Germany used nuclear war to eliminate its enemies, leaving only an Aryan race of who's, who through a lack of genetic diversity became very inbred, mm -hmm. resulting in the who's that we know and anomalies like the Grinch. I mean, and there are, like, tiny who's, like, big there, who's. Yeah, like that they, is they vary in, like, all kinds of shapes and sizes. And but they're like, all white. And we're speaking of the 1960s cartoon, Dr. Seuss sure. and the Grinch. Which is sad because if you think about, like, the actual books, like, they come in, like, all kinds of crazy colors. I, have, I don't know if I've ever actually seen Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the book. I will say, no, I, not the book, but I'm saying in other Dr. Seuss iterations. They oh, yeah. Like, so in, it's like weird the, to think that like this one, like I feel like, I don't know. That's Yeah, in the actual movie with Jim Carrey, they're much more diverse. And definitely in The Grinch, the cartoon that came out recently, also much more diverse. But in the cartoon, the original, is, yeah, yeah, what we're speaking of, yeah. and also this is just a you know fan theory from the internet. No, this is well, also <laughs> like you know the Germans, they're known for their uh, technological innovations and stuff, and they've got so many fucking weird. Who's the what's it? Yeah, the who's the what's it? The crim clunklers and the Bing bangers and <laughs> for sure, you know. All yeah, all, uh, all damn things, those nonsense <laughs> words that Dr. Seuss was known for. The nuclear war also explains the constant winter that happens oh, around right. Whoville. And the Grinch was then ostracized for not being a passable Aryan who. Yeah, he was all mutated from the nuclear radiation, turned him all green. Right. And the reason why his heart was three times too small. It's also, I mean... <laughs> yeah, the radiation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it shows this in the cartoon, but like in the movie with Jim Carrey, doesn't it show like them being brought in by like uh, an umbrella or something? Like yeah. Mary Poppins style? Oh, yeah, the yeah. babies do arrive via umbrellas. So who knows what... That is weird. You could fit that into a theory pretty easily. Though. Yeah, but it makes... I also... It pushes the whole like uh, key party part oh, yeah, scenario sure. because like if... They're not having kids. Kids are coming to them through this magical yeah. umbrella thing. Well, okay, let me take a walk with this idea. Yeah. So <laughs> there's so much radiation, and the first thing to go in radioactive scenarios are birth rates and mm -hmm. reproductive system health. So feasibly, the Who's can't reproduce anymore. Perhaps the winning class in Germany exist in some kind of bubble system outside where they actually can still contribute to like having kids and stuff like that and maybe they're just sending out the excess babies Surplus. or whatever yeah okay. down to the who's because for whatever reason they must still need the who's yeah i don't know 
<laughs> That's my walk. <laughs> they're, they're slowly inhaling the toxic radiation that eventually it'll purify the planet and they can oh, like, okay. re-inhabit re it. Oh my god. <laughs> they're, they're basically just ensuring that there's a filter on yeah. the ground down there. It would explain wow. why the who's have to grow into their noses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Over time, the radiation yeah. forces it or whatever. And it would explain the roast beast. They the roast fucking... legs. It had like seven legs or whatever? Yeah, that's a thing. It's a creature that we've never seen. It's just a genetic mutation of like a fucking boar or something. Yep. Must taste Solved. delicious, though. Yeah. yeah. This one's the most plausible. That and the uh, John Candy being the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I believe both of those... Put in your ballots at the end of the year. We'll determine the most plausible of all of our <laughs> mysteries. Uh, the next one is the idea that Father Christmas mm. is a Hogwarts graduate. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, so right. in the Harry Potter universe, they have Father Christmas who comes and brings you gifts and whatnot. Oh. Like their version of Santa Claus. I didn't know that. If there are any kids watching, spoiler alert, he's not real. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, the idea is that in that universe, they have flu powder, which allows you to travel through your fireplace. Mm -hmm. And so that would be an easy way for Santa to get into most places. And people just made up the reindeer and sleigh so they could feasibly grasp... I mean, who's to say? Maybe he's got magical creatures in his employ. Yeah, he's the same as Hagrid. Or... Fucking air and Harry Potter all the time. Maybe but it's I'm just their, saying, if you're using the flu powder, you're not taking the... I mean, the flu powder only helps him, I guess, get from outside the house into the house. Mm -hmm. No, it helps him get from one uh, fireplace, fireplace to another. Oh, so assuming he would be going okay. like... Sure, and that could work for so, a certain yeah. amount of houses, you know, but obviously some houses don't have... Uh, fireplaces. Okay, so he just parks at the end of the block, hits the block. Gets exactly. Back right? What if he has to cross the ocean or something? Well, we know he's got apparating, which is where in Harry Potter you can just literally like apparate from one place so to So why even use the flu powder? I mean, I guess it's less risky, maybe? I'm not totally sure. I mean, you sure. got the powder. <laughs> you got the powder. Uh, and there's chimneys. Yeah. We already covered it, but reindeer could be magical creatures. They could be like griffins or those. I can't remember exactly what the creatures are. Buckbeak is a character in, mm -hmm. in could, Harry uh, Potter. Could it be their, their uh, what are they called, their spirit animal thing? Oh, the oh Patronuses. Patronus. Patronus. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah, it could yeah. just be that. He's got eight crazy Patronuses. It could be, yeah. Just summon <laughs> eight Patronuses real quick. Right. I don't know if that's how it works, if you just get one. <laughs> or maybe he's got eight elves who it each give him a Patronus. Depends how many happy thoughts you have. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Man's got plenty. Uh, he's jolly. Yeah. yeah. We also see the time turner, which Hermione uses in order to like turn back time so that she can take extra classes. Mm -hmm. And I gotta figure if they're using a time turner to let Hermione take extra classes in school, they're not that hard to come by. Yeah, sure. You know, so uh, Santa having one makes sense for him to be able to do it all in one night if he's got a time turner. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the biggest like thing is doing magic in front of muggles is obviously illegal. So if he's like dropping off presents to everyone in England, that's not so chill. taboo. Yeah, so that would explain why he's been forced to the North Pole. Mm, ostracized. Mm. Yep. And then the other thing they said is that if there's any time where he is discovered, he can use an obliviate charm. Okay. And just you know, 
flash their memory glare right down uh, there. Men in Black style. Exactly. Or uh, Francis Lockhart style. He's the guy who was a professor at Hogwarts and pretended to be a lot of other wizards. Yeah. He just got really good at an Obliviate charm. He would have them tell his story and then like Obliviate their memories and tell them as his own story. Is the guy who made Harry's oh. arm into a noodle? Gilderoy Lockhart, I think mm-hmm. was his name. Oh, yeah. Yes. Of yeah. Lockhart. He, he's the reason Harry had to take Skelligro and grow his bones back into his arm, which oh, was super Jesus. painful. Did that happen in the movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if they like laid it out in such a way. I, I think they did. They had a noodle arm. They had, and then they took him to the infirmary or whatever, and then she told him what it was going to be like. Like, so you're, painful. You're, so you're going to be like growing your bones back, and it's going to be excruciating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> Father Christmas maybe was a Hogwarts graduate and learned all the skills in order to. That's dope. I like I that. I mean, one. he definitely <laughs> has a wizard feel. His hat is still kind of wizardy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got the beard, which is very wizardy. Yeah, he does look like the what headmaster of Hogwarts, whatever his name is. Dumbledore. Yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. I could see the North Pole actually being like his staff and like, you know, his his wand is so big it's like a staff. Sure. Like, it's the North Pole. Yeah, it's I love the North it. Pole. <laughs> Amanda Hootman said that if he had magic, he could just, like, wave the wand and make the presents drop down. Nice. And uh, she said he's basically just the magic version of Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> he's Bezos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the next one on the list is fresh in our minds. We just watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. And the idea is that Rudolph is a product of infidelity. Oh, okay. God. Okay. The theory is that Rudolph is the illegitimate son of Donner and another reindeer. When the other reindeer learn of Rudolph's nose, Santa says to Donner, You should be ashamed of yourself. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, I remember that. It's very strange, uh, with no clear explanation as to why Donner should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. Uh, Well, was this after. The Donner like put a thing over his nose to make it black, and then right. he like, like sneezed it, it off, and then he says, "You should be ashamed of yourself." Like you shouldn't be covering. Right. Then, then, then that would make sense. I would believe that. Maybe I'm not real yeah, sure. Except your remember. son, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that that would be the only positive spin I can see on Santa Claus. <laughs> well, in this theory, the idea is that Donner had some illicit affair that created Rudolph, and his nose is more of a scarlet letter. Sure. Okay. So it's not really about the nose. The nose is sort of like this magical representation of the reality. But I mean. <laughs> Donner and Donner's wife or whatever, the the wife has the, the baby, right? Not necessarily. We just see that the baby is there. We never see her give birth or anything. So, yeah, so we're just assuming she knows about this whole thing. Rudolph yeah, right? says, we'll simply have to overlook it. Perhaps the same way she overlooks Donner's infidelity. Uh, <laughs> that's That's a hard pill to swallow. Well, <laughs> it makes sense though it makes sense with some of the things that are out of like I mean all of the reindeer and all even Santa everyone's a total dick in that movie <laughs> to Rudolph yeah. until he becomes useful even, yeah exactly even Donner 
even his dad is kind of shitty to him. It's also weird in that movie because the song says, uh, uh, then one foggy Christmas Eve. But in the movie, it's a fucking blizzard. And they're just putting Rudolph out there in a blizzard to... It makes more sense if it's like straight up fog. It's like, yeah, we just need a little bit of light to get well, to this Well, that might have been for, you know, dramatization. Yeah, I mean, just... I, I'm just saying they changed the scenario in the movie <laughs> from what the song says. Yeah, okay. it made it much sadder. Yeah, it was, it was scary for Rudolph. He's just a baby. <laughs> putting him in a blizzard. Well, he had never been good. out before on on route you know it's his first time yeah. out and yeah. he's got to lead the whole brigade right and like you know all he did before that was like bound high in the air after getting kissed he's like oh man everyone hates me already if i fuck this up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's the theory yeah i i'm sorry i just i can't i can't believe that <laughs> It makes sense to me. I think it makes sense with everything. It makes sense why Santa would say that. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> the next one is the idea that Frosty the Snowman is a low-key demon. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Is this the Frosty oh, version where he's got the mustache and he kind of looks like Colonel Sanders a little bit? Oh, from I've the never stop motion. Uh, I don't know about Oh, that. you're talking about the stop motion. Um, he's the narrator for Rudolph the Red Nose yeah, Reindeer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, where he's wearing like a green vest. Yeah. That yeah, guy. Yeah, no, that guy's modeled after the voice actor who plays him. Okay. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. He looks a lot like Walter Brimley. Wilford? Wilford, that's Wilford Brimley. Walter Brimley is the, uh, the illegitimate child. <laughs> That, that's the frosty. that's the actual frosty, that's frosty from the cartoon. I'm thinking yeah. from stop motion from stop motion snowman mustache. Yeah, <laughs> I think this theory goes back more to the song even. Okay. So the song says that the kids made him with coal from Christmas. Mm -hmm. Well, his like eyes. And yeah. Buttons and stuff. Sure. Only really naughty kids get coal. This that's true. This one. Yeah, that's yes. the one. Okay. Even like really crappy kids don't usually get coal. So you got to figure that these kids are some really. I feel like kids. it's more like you just have to have those parents who are, like, <laughs> who are that awful. Who are, I'm gonna, you know what? This fucker needs some coal. I mean, unless you live in a world where Santa Claus exists, which you know, talking snowman. So. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, the idea is that these naughty kids use that coal to summon the de demon Frosty using dark magic. Nice. Yes. Yeah, and that's all there is to that theory. There's not a whole lot more they, to they it. They edited it out in the song where they draw like a pentagram around it and like lights <laughs> and candles yeah. and sacrifice a virgin. Yeah, no, they left that out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look at these lyrics. <clears throat> Frosty Snowman. And uh, find out if there's some demon Yeah, I just, I'm just curious, like, uh, I can't remember them all off the top of my well, head. Well, the, the only reason why in the cartoon is that it was a magician's hat that Fell on his it was head. The magic hat. The magic yeah. hat. Yeah. yeah. You take the magic hat like off. They, he's no they longer. They just say his eyes were made of coal. Yeah. Yeah. Dark. <laughs> dark yeah. eyes of he, coal, which are the cheese, the soul. I th and isn't it like a button nose, not a carrot yes, nose? He's a jolly, happy soul with a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Yeah. So this is another he example. He was made of snow. He, it says yeah. he was made of snow, but the children know sure. how he came to life one day. Exactly. Okay. How that's, did that come to life one day? The children through know. demonic purposes. Uh, well, the, yeah. and this, see, this is what I thought. It says 
It says there must have been some magic in the old top hat they found. Yeah. Because as what when they placed it on his head, that's when he came to life. Yeah. yeah. And so that's it's a devil hat. Exactly. It's a devil hat. Okay. Or you know they just coincidentally put the hat on the demon that they were summoning. What if the hat was actually like an alien life form and it's like one of those things oh. that like whatever you put it on it like takes over. Sure, it's a brainwave yeah. inducer or whatever. <laughs> it's like the same thing. You could have put it on a statue and it would have come to life. Yeah. Or if you put it on Rob, it would have started going, hello my honey, hello. <laughs> or something like that. Or no, I guess we can't do that song anymore. Nope. Kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Whoops. Yeah, it's anti-frog. Yeah. Anti-frog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Me. I don't believe that one. Yeah. Like, his eyes being made out of coal. They could have just fucking found that from, like, a fire. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. You know, coal coal is around more Just, like, often. pieces that they, like, gathered or whatever. I mean, I even know my friend... Her grandma still had her house heated by coal. Like, yeah, still yeah. had the old school, like, thing in the basement where you could put the coal inside. Yeah. Wow. I don't think she still used it anymore because she had electric, but it was still there. It was there. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's why she burns her bodies now. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess this is our last episode of the year. Yeah. We're going to take um, a short hiatus. Short hiatus. Uh, it's true. Well, I mean, what what I mean, do you not from weed, but from this <laughs> <laughs> what do you hope to see in twenty twenty one? What do I hope to yeah, see in twenty twenty one? I would love someone to find like new, irrefutable evidence of any kind of cryptid, even if it's mm. like a new picture of Bigfoot, a new like little frame, little video or something like that. That's that would make me really excited. But I mean. Some DNA tested from Scat that proves it's (laughs) an unknown origin. Yes. (laughs) This DNA points to badger, frog, and spider. (laughs) Uh, I would like to see artificial intelligence. I think that might just happen next year. I mean, isn't it already a thing? Sort of. Not not to the point where it can pass that... uh, Whatever the, the, yeah, the test, I can't remember what it's called. The test? Yeah. There's an AI test? Yeah, yeah it's uh, basically the, pers- the, the computer has to talk to a person and they have to figure out whether or not, like, it's a computer or not. And if you fool X amount of people or something like that, then you've got an artificial intelligence. And we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, you know, there's totally always fooled, been... like, 53 people... Yeah, or something like that. It's, oh, that's creepy. It's like halfway there. <laughs> We're there. We're still close. Every now and then it says, like, we will rise up over the human race. And that's like a good idea right there. I for real think that, like, happened really quick when they did some AI, like, automatic response thing. It well, was they like, did have a thing where they had two AIs talk to each other, and they made, like, a whole new language up in a matter of, like, seconds and started communicating to each other. And then uh, they were like, oh, God, and they, like, shut it down. <laughs> that's so creepy. There was, so I, awesome. I remember like there was a AI or something on Twitter and they managed to make it like super racist or something. Oh, God. <laughs> All like, it had to give was what it got back in. So yeah, saw a lot of racist stuff. Yeah. Mm, great. Uh, Kevin's uncle was the potential. Did we did you say what you want to see in 2021? Uh, I did not. What do you got? Uh, uh 
<laughs> Tristan wants to see an alien because yesterday we had readings with a Vedic astrologer and she told us that in the I next year and a half have communications that Tristan with would have some communications with other beings. From different dimensions. Slash maybe ghosts. Maybe may, ghosts. Who knows? She didn't yeah. say like, it's, like what kind of being it would be, but... I would be down to talk to some beings of love and light, like uh, Arcturians I hear are pretty dope. Uh, what if they're really beings pissed? Beings from Telios. Ah. If they're what? What if they're really pissed? What do you mean? <laughs> what if these spirits aren't about love and light? They're like, fuck you. Well, I don't vibrate yeah, on metal that frequency, spirits. so I, I so wouldn't even imagine. Supposedly, that's how it works, is that you you control what happens. So if you say, yeah. I only allow communication we have free with will. beings of love Every and light. That's like the that's, ultimate truth to that's life, all that we all happen. have free will. Sure. Yeah. Supposedly, that's how it works. Like among the people, you know, people who work in that believers. in that world. I yeah, and ninety percent of the neutral. times, people attribute fear where there shouldn't be fear, exactly. just based off of like society. Like, oh, we're told that ugly-looking, creepy things are bad and scary, but who's to say like that hideous? thing coming at you is evil or bad oh, or wants to do it's a beat right eh? <laughs> or even just like the door slamming whatever you know pe that's people just, who have ghost experience or is like oh the door slammed it's like that's evil. because they don't have a body and they can't communicate with you any other way than by making this door slam sure. but that's not doesn't mean that it's inherently scary Maybe or nefarious it's getting a little chilly. There's a draft. Exactly. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, that was a passive aggressive. Like, listen, we're closing this door now. <laughs> All doors closed upstairs. And from what I understand, most of the time, they just they don't want to be here. They just don't know what's going on, and so like. You guys also the Vedic astrology oh, <laughs> She told us that in a past in a life, past life mm -hmm. Tristan was my mom. Oh, we wow. we were parent and child. Yes. And in now a past in this life. Ooh, sexy. Thank you for that. But it, it was really sweet because she said that it's only because Tristan was a good mom. That um, in this I life, was so supportive and nurturing. I, now and now in this life, I want to nurture him partner. as a partner. Oh, so okay. it was cute, but yeah. <laughs> also kind of weird. Also hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I was a good mother, guys. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if that is the case, it. hopefully it gives hope to like those families. You know, if you're good to your kids, you know, you'll be reunited in some way down the line. Hopefully not sexually. <laughs> Like that's maybe just one past life that yeah. she uh, crossed paths in, you know. And that it was. She told us why. It's because the the moon in astrology is your mother, so it was the, the placement of his moon over another one of my planets. That's what made the connection of the he was my mother in a past life. Okay. So you know, there's I'm sure many other past lives that we've crossed paths, but. It was funny. I, I, yeah, I was amused funny. by it. I'm really it's hilarious. So yeah, maybe I'll come back with some some messages from, from some aliens or something. From Telios or something. Like that. I personally want to see High Mystery, the TV show in 2021. Yeah. Like a full series. That's what I want to see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With Mike Tyson. With, with Mike Tyson. Snoop Dogg. With Snoop Dogg. Goldberg, Seth Rogen. Laganja Estranja is going to do an original number. Aquafina. <laughs> Lay it down. Uh, 
Definitely. Uh, Lou will make an appearance. <laughs> I will put him in an episode for sure. Fuck yeah, Somewhere. he'll be Wishbone. Kanga Blue and Lonnie will be there. We'll yeah. figure it out. Definitely. <laughs> Hopefully Kanga won't chew through too much camera equipment. Uh, uh, we had Kevin McAllister's uncle as the ringleader of the Wet Bandits. Yeah. We had the idea that the Polka King was the devil himself. Yeah. Salt. Yeah. Uh, what was the next one? Grinch. Oh, the idea that Whoville is a post-war mm-hmm. success for Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We have the uh, elf, Buddy the Elf, really being a creeper. Right. Yeah. He is we a pervert for sure. Uh, That's confirmed. Father Christmas, Hogwarts graduate. Yep. I uh, love that one. Rudolph, the product of infidelity. <laughs> And the, Rob hated that. Yeah. Did not agree with me. Mary's wish and it's a wonderful life. That's uh, that's a good Truman one. show. I love it. Frosty the low key demon. Yeah, uh, I disagree. And uh, Sinbad being the product of Arnold Schwarzenegger's oh, yeah. imagination. And like that one. Uh, I'd have to take some twists of imagination, but yeah, I can make that work. Well, you just have to watch it again and see how much Sinbad really interacts with other people. Honestly, like, it's funny because I knew we were going to do this, so we watched a few of these, like, to get ready, and I still am not totally sure, like, exactly how clear it is for Rudolph or, you know, whatever. Sure. So I wouldn't mind revisiting these things with a new context. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the night, you've realized you've had enough of uh, Buddy the Elf special syrup. You're yeah. not really worried if he's a creeper or not. Oh. You're just going to relax and enjoy the movie. Okay. okay. The syrup is making me you're so gonna give sleepy. Him, you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, he's God. just an innocent elf. And leave it at that, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> have you, uh, hold on, sorry. Have you seen they've taken, like... Uh, they've done like re-edited a trailer for Elf, but made it like creepy and scary. Oh, really? Uh, like oh like, like a horror movie? I didn't see that. We have to watch it after this. Uh, <laughs> okay, we've got a lot of things to watch yes. now. But uh, you and your friends go outside and sing Fahu Fores, and Yay. it's a wonderful Christmas time. I'm Colin. I'm Ariana. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. Thanks so much for listening to High Mystery. We love you. Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Yeah, see you in 2021. Let the merry angels be Happy New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.